Hello, everybody. Welcome to an interview <laughs> with my best friend. Uh, I am Josh, your host. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Hayden. Hi. Uh, say hello, I'm, Hayden. My name is Hayden, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. <laughs> and and so, Hayden, who's, who's this guest that's sitting right next to you? Today on the podcast, our special guest is my dad. You can call him Howard or you can call him dad, but... Either that's, way. That's it. There, he only... That's it. He doesn't respond to anything. He only else. responds to those two things. That's Howard right. or dad. Nothing else. No That's more, right. no less. Like, I don't even... If someone says, hey, you, to you, do you respond? No. Oh, see. <laughs> I, know, I know a thing or two. You must be talking to somebody else. There's no <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> he just could not be bothered. <laughs> Although, the, if you say, hey, Griffith, then... Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. That's fair. We the, have that the uh, old school Navy thing still. You have that. You have that military training just hardwired That's in your right. brain. <laughs> yeah, when I was getting ready to go into the Navy, I remember him talking to me. He was like, "Yeah, so people are gonna call you probably Griff. Like they're gonna probably shorten it because that's what they called me." And I was like, "Okay, I can get behind that. That's fine." Uh, and then I actually went underway, and nobody called me Griff. They actually called me Berserk. What? <laughs> Yeah, because uh, uh, in the anime Berserk, the main character's name is Griffith. Oh. So, yeah, no, it's okay. Interesting. Yeah, so they called me Berserk. It rolls off the tongue easier, I guess, than Griffith. Yeah, a little bit. Griffith can kind of get muddled up there at the end. So it's good to know that what I had to go through is just slightly different. It's good <laughs> I mean, to know that you are still surrounded by nerd ass people in the Navy. Oh yeah. No, yeah. for sure. I'm sure that you, <laughs> I'm sure that you're in your job. You were surrounded by nerds too. Uh, completely. Surrounded completely. by nerds. Yes. <laughs> completely and utterly surrounded by nerds. Nerds everywhere. So Couldn't swing a stick without hitting one. Back when you were in like those nerds, did they play like D and D and stuff? in cruise mess or like what did they do in their off time did they read like nerd shit watch star trek uh i think i was probably the only one that would watch star trek most of them were more into the card games yeah oh okay um actually no there were two or three that played D D. okay there's always a group. There's always one. But like not in the mess, they'd go find some deep dark hole on the aircraft carrier because there's yeah. a lot of them um, yeah. <laughs> where you can't be found so that you can play as long as you want to play. Yeah, the group that I ran into, they would just play on cruise mess because they didn't give a shit. And like they actually had people that would come and watch their game. So, but I don't know. It's, it's a lot more... It's, it's a lot less taboo, I would say, than yeah, it probably was back I was then. Say when Howard was in the Navy, it was probably like still during the time where everybody was blaming D D for youths being oh reckless. Well, so just just for context here, I was in from 1990. Oh, okay. Through 1996. <laughs> so there's a pretty good chance some of your listeners probably weren't even born yet. <laughs> that's that's no that's, that's completely actually fair. looking looking at our demo yeah looking at our, looking demographics. At our demographic information yeah no you're right <laughs> i think the only listener that was born 
uh before that time is probably mom <laughs> mom, mom. <laughs> uh wait have your parents listened i don't think so no okay mom and dad what the heck <laughs> if you're listening to this what took you what so long heck? post in the comments <laughs> post in the comments you could win a starbucks gift card you could just knocking that out early in the podcast today let's just get it out of the way i don't want to say it at the end this is the only time i'm gonna say it if you freaking comment on a youtube video if you freaking comment on an instagram post if you freaking retweet our episode that we're saying it's live and these are all the, season two updates what's the Not, other one you can't go back to season oh. one and retroactively get them yeah and if you leave a review on apple or google or wherever reviews oh, yeah. can be left you on know, the podcast the biggest one um especially the reviews yeah. i want to see you posting like seven reviews like make an icloud account post a review log out make another icloud account post a review <laughs> log out i mean wow. you're you're creating too you're many steps some for serious poor there. <laughs> <laughs> it just helps us a lot like I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I don't know if you noticed, but on Apple Podcasts, we already have two five-star ratings. So I don't know. They don't ask how. They ask how many. Am I right? That's true. Well, let's that's just true, get into true. our first question, our first real question of the day that was kind of just off the cuff. Uh, so, Dad, what was your favorite movie or book when you were mine and Josh's age? Oh, geez. To, I don't know if I could think back that far. To remind you, <laughs> I turned 25. Gotta go into the deep files. Oh, wait. Okay, so that's not that far back. I'm turning 25. Um, can't I wait. am 25. I can't wait quarter, to catch up with you for a few months. Quarter century, let's go. Quarter life crisis. Woo! Woo! Yeah, let's see, 25 years ago. Wow. I don't know, I would. I would have to say my favorite movie back in the day had to have been like star trek 2 the wrath of khan that's fair solid um, out, of, out of all the star trek movies yeah. that's a really good one yeah the anything after four was kind of an abomination <laughs> yeah i six was meh. <laughs> Six might have pulled it back from the brink of disaster. Um, but it seemed like, you know, after the four, they just kind of went up the edge. I didn't even know there was that many Star Trek movies. Yeah, they made a lot of Star Trek movies. Yeah, I had no idea. I've only seen um, probably like the first two. And then I also saw, I've seen like, I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen like probably... 75% of Star Trek The Next Generation, but out of order. So I actually haven't watched almost any Star Trek at all. I've seen like a couple, I've seen like like you, Hayden, I've seen the first two movies, yeah. uh, like original movies. Yeah. And then I just, I never really watched the TV show or anything because like my parents weren't all that into it. They were, my dad was more of a Star Wars person than a Star Trek person. Yeah. Um, but then, like the new movies that J.J. Abrams like made, like mm. I watched those and I enjoyed those, and I'm like, maybe I should go back and I, I don't know if I'd watch the original Star Trek series, but I watched uh, Next Generation because I do like uh, Patrick Stewart. So 
and I know Becca really likes uh, Next Generation also. So well, you should tell yourself in the future to make it so. Make it so. <laughs> <laughs> nice, a, a solid, a solid reference. Um, I so I probably my favorite movie at this point in time right now is I it's probably Thor Ragnarok just because like I just love that movie it just makes me laugh every single time I watch it I just it's so good it's so funny it's a solid movie I but what about you Hayden I think Thor Ragnarok is probably the best Marvel movie out right now uh Black Widow comes out on my birthday so I feel like that's a sign from the universe I that you just, need to go watch it yeah yeah it's just cosmic it's just amazing <laughs> Like, you just can't make this shit up. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, I would say my favorite, I haven't really been to the movies in a while, man. Like, I also haven't really seen a whole lot of movies recently. Uh, I think the last movie that I actually, like, sat down and watched, um, it was Voyagers. It's like that movie that just came out this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was pretty good. Not my favorite movie, though. Uh, I'd probably say, I don't know. I, my favorite movie, like, I don't have like a favorite movie of now kind of thing. I just have like a favorite movie of all time, which of course is Holy Grail. Yeah. Monty Python. See, I knew you were either going to say Holy Grail or it was going to be Anchorman. It was one of those two. Yeah. Anchorman. I, I, I was just, I was just waiting to find out which one it was actually. Anchorman has fallen into the number two spot because I watched it a few months ago. And then I think we talked about this maybe on an earlier episode, but I think we might have that movie did not age well. Um, There's like some gay jokes in there and I was like watching it and I was like, oh, my God, I love this movie. But like that was super not cool. But, you know, it was like it's a piece of its time. So we're not we're not going to get into that. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) but whatever. So that still love it. But it uh it couldn't be made it's a movie that couldn't be made today definitely not for sure so howard moving on to our next question uh is there anything that uh you wish you had asked your parents but didn't like like anything in particular like hey i want to like i don't know i want i want to travel like i want to like travel the world and like i want you guys to be okay with that or whatever i don't know you know so my dad was career Navy, mm-hmm. like 22 years. And so my whole life, I was moving around with him. Like I got to for live sure. in Italy for like four years when I was oh, in cool. kindergarten. Um, I've got to live on Guam, which for those of you who don't know, is a <laughs> really tiny, insignificant little island over by Japan. America's um, day starts in Guam. Right. So I've got to live in Adak, Alaska, which for those of you who need a map, um, is there are two islands east of Adak, and then you're in Russia. Oh, God. Oh, shit. It it was way out on the Aleutian Island chain. Um, Tiny island, fantastic place to go. Except for now, I think they've closed the military base on that island. So hmm. you can only get there once a week. Oh my wow. gosh. So you kind of have to plan your 
plan your you flight. Plan your there's whole, only one flight oh out God. there, and I think it's like a Thursday or something crazy like that because I went and looked. Wow, because it's that's insane. Know, that's on my list of things to maybe is uh, go, go back there. there just to visit. Wow. Um, and then I went back to Italy again for another four years when I was in the like seventh through eleventh grade. Um, you know, came back to the state speaking fluent Italian. Uh, a lot of the Americans, uh, when you're in the military, like live in communities around other Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents didn't do that. We lived in the <laughs> middle of the the freaking Italian uh, neighborhood. All my oh, wow. all my friends, uh, other than school friends, were pretty much all Italian. You know, my best friend at the time was right across the street. His dad was a fisherman. So like if you're into fresh seafood, yeah, he brought it every night. That's, it, it, that's it was awesome. Horrible. <laughs> oh, um, you poor thing. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and like the the culture the culture over there, because at the time I was like the what is it, the hollow leg boy. You mm. I could eat and eat and eat and you could never fill me up. Um, oh, you know, metabolism of like super oh, yeah, just just yeah, <laughs> you know? just going, going, going. And, and the fun thing is, is the Italian moms over there are always trying to put food in your face. Yeah. Because they want to make sure that you're taken care of. And I'd That's go over there and your stuff full. I'm pretty sure I ate them out of house and home and she just <laughs> could not. <laughs> Could not. Oh my God. <laughs> but in these Italian mom like, what shame. is with this boy? Why can't I? <laughs> I was making him? them work for their money. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, my damn. goodness. <laughs> I'm just picturing like 17 year old dad, like giving some like terrified 48 year old Italian woman like a heart attack because she doesn't have enough food in her pantry. <laughs> this teenager. Man, oh, I didn't know hilarious. you lived in Italy twice. I thought you only lived there. Like you said, I know you said you lived, you've told me that you lived there like for kindergarten. Like I know you went to Italian kindergarten. Right. But I, I didn't know Italian you went back. I also didn't know you lived in Alaska. So podcast exclusive. We're learning also, things today, Hayden. Also life exclusive. Like, whoa. Well, I live here. <laughs> uh, not. Oh, I, I lived in Monterey because of the Navy. I lived here because of the Navy, Hawaii. Um, excited to see where it'll take me next. Hopefully, I'll just stay here and then I'll get out. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Man, yeah, I'm just Iowa in here. Like, I need, I need to get, I need to get going. <laughs> need to get out, Josh. I do need to get out, and I want to. Josh wants Becca to. I talked about it. Yeah, Josh wants to move to the Oregon coast. Oregon. Oregon. Uh, Why are you being like this, Roku? When you move to Ouch. Oregon, you have to send me some oregano because that's where they get it from, right? That that's where all oregano in the whole world comes from. You're <laughs> no. you're a hundred percent correct. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I need a I need an oregano plug. I think Howard cause... is regretting coming on. <laughs> <laughs> I needed an oregano plug because I've been making a lot of pizza and that's what goes in the pizza sauce is a lot of oregano. So hmm. I need it. I need some fresh stuff though. 
Yeah, li little does anybody know, pizza did not exist until uh, we discovered Oregon. That's true. Scholars maintain that the reason that there were so many depressions throughout history is because <laughs> pizza just simply hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> that, I True, true. I, you right, you right. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, that's that's why, you know, when dad was living in Italy, he had pizza because we had already discovered Oregon far before he was born. This is true. So, thank you, Oregon, for pizza. <laughs> we owe you we owe you a life day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Next question. Uh so I think you wait, you didn't answer the last question. You just talked about where you went. What's something that you wanted to ask your parents? See, uh, that's just the thing, you know. Stop the, making me move. <laughs> Stop making me move. <laughs> Actually, I, I like that part of it because it was, there was always something different. Okay, um, you know, fair. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't stuck in the same town mm. um, as my parents so did growing you, up. So you didn't find yourself wanting stability in that sense? Uh, well, but stability is kind of a relative thing if you know you're going to be moving every two to three years and you know there's a chance that you're going to get to see something you've never seen before mm -hmm. um you know i mean like how many high school age kids can say they've been to like the coliseum where they would train the people that went to the before they fought in the coliseum in rome mm. they're you know that's true i the, uh, the opportunities that I had because dad was in the Navy, yes, the moving sometimes occasionally sucked because you lost track of friends, but there were way more positives than there were negatives about it. So, That's you know, I, I, get that. I guess if also, there was one question, you know, one question that I would have to ask my parents, it would be like, you know, I don't know. Well, what ultimately made dad get out and, and quit doing this because mm. um you know obviously something yeah. something happened and he didn't get any anything out of it anymore so that's why he got out would be my guess but you know so if, if there is that one question that would that might be it i don't know if he would answer it though because like no i yeah probably not <laughs> uh so I remember like talking to you about it because um, when grandma and grandpa came and visited me in Monterey for my graduation, uh, it was pretty much like I wasn't allowed to ask anything about the like grandpa's naval time. Like he doesn't like talking about it. It's kind of like a taboo subject for him. Like, cause he hmm. just, he'll, he'll get into like a negative headspace or something, something along those lines. Right. But basically we're just, you know, not supposed to really bring it up. Um, so I think that'd be really interesting, but so probably, I, I, don't know. I think you would find if you go back now and talk to, talk to grandpa, mm -hmm. um, he would be more open and maybe revealing, um, what little he's told me when he joined the Navy, he started out as a radio man. Yeah. Yeah. He was that guy carrying a radio backpack in the jungles of Vietnam oh. with all the troops. That's where he started. 
Um, you know, he ended up a lieutenant commander in the Navy. But he started enlisted. Right. He started out. Yeah. He started out enlisted and then climbed. Then climbed up from there through a, a special program. Um, but yeah, well, the, yeah, it must have been pretty easy because he, I feel like, you know, radio men out in the jungles of Vietnam, that sounds like a TIO kind of, you know, position, <laughs> you know, out in the field with the troops, like normally like Intel guys, that's like a special billet, you know? So he must've been like really physically fit too. Cause like they want you to oh, be yeah, he's carrying a radio around the whole time too. Yeah. They want you to be, yeah. Fit. Those things weren't light back then. Either. I know. Yeah. It's like, it was, <laughs> you know, they probably Vietnam, it wasn't like you had like a walkie talkie on you. On you that it was so, really good. you know, I, I know he had, he had to have had, you know, some bad experiences. Um, especially, you know, and again, I don't, I don't have any of the details, but I know something bad happened around Christmas time with him at some point because Christmases for him, um, you know, even, even now are just not his thing. He avoids them like he avoids as much as he can um, Christmas like the plague. Um, so. <laughs> You know, uh, I guess it would be interesting to go back and ask him now, um, you know, if he would be willing to share what happened. I, I don't, I don't know if he would tell us yet or not. We should get him on the podcast. Not for this, like not for this <laughs> conversation that no. we're having, but uh, I think it'd be really cool. Uh, I don't, I wonder, do you think grandpa would be game to be on the podcast? I, I don't know if he would. I don't know. <laughs> He's a very like, he's a, yeah, he's a very reserved person. You yeah. kind of have to like, you have to have a big, like shell. one of those giant front loaders to pull stuff out of him. Cause <laughs> yeah, that's just the way he is. He's like very, I don't know. Just like, I think one thing that I always like think about when I think of grandpa is like, I look up to him so much because he's so just like driven, like he's always working on something. And that like kind of pisses me off because <laughs> he's just, it doesn't stop. Like he's, he's like, Oh, I'm working on this. I'm working on that. Take this, a that break, or the other man. thing. Take a break. It's like, bro, <laughs> like, can you relax for like seven seconds? Nope. And he, he cannot, he, 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 he can't. He was <laughs> like that. He's been like that my whole life. That's and crazy. that's kind of why, you know, I would say I got maybe a half or a third of that kind of drive from him, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you know, that's the way I was when you were, <laughs> when you were growing up. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. Uh, Josh, what would you ask your parents that you haven't asked them? Oh, or should gosh. we not, should we not answer this? Cause this is different for us. Cause we could totally. <laughs> yeah. I, I... <laughs> I'd go kick down their door to kick down their door tonight and be like, hey, what, what, hey, I have some questions for you. I don't, I don't know what the questions are because I don't really know. But yeah, I can't really think I, I of anything. Go, I can go kick down their door right now. I can't really think of anything. I guess go ambush my mom's work real quick. I guess since we're talking about careers and stuff, one question that I had. So I remember when I graduated high school. And I was like terrified because 
I, I remember talking to mom about this. I didn't talk to dad about it. Uh, so I was talking to my mom and I was like, mom, I'm like staring down the barrel of this graduation. And you know what that means? You know, like I felt like I had this family expectation to join the Navy because, you know, my dad was in the Navy, his dad, we've already established was in the Navy. And mm -hmm. here's the thing. It's like his dad was in the Navy and his dad and his dad and his dad. And then like way, way, way up the family tree, you have literally John Paul Jones, like the man himself. If you don't know who that is, look him up. But basically there's a straight line from him to me. And I just, it's, it's a lot of pressure, you know, like, and I, I legitimately didn't want to do it. I was, I, I remember telling my mom, I was terrified. I was like, how do I tell dad that I don't want to join the Navy? And then here's the thing. Look at you now. I told, <laughs> I know, I know. I know. <laughs> so I told dad and I was like, dad, I don't want to join the Navy. I want to get an education. And dad said, great. I support you hundred percent. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then grandpa, of that course, what you were supposed to say, sir. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa, of course, dad's dad when i told him he was like oh so you're going to college first so you can commission right away and i was like you son of a biscuit <laughs> um no because <laughs> i didn't have any plan to join like honestly um and then well it just turns out that your grandpa could see the future i mean that's just how it is i just think it was like it's something that's so out of my control because i just went to the recruiter on a whim you know because after I graduated college at 20, I had no experience. Like no one's going to hire me. Like what the hell? No one, no one wants me. So how, how am I going to go out and, you know, get a job? I was tired of working at fast food. Oh yeah. That's what so I, I was just like, Oh yeah, I'll just see what this is about. And then here I am now. <laughs> I, it's like, it kind of comes back to that question. Like, do we really have control in our lives? I don't know. It's interesting. Listen, I'm watching Loki right now. And apparently there's like these three time lizards that control everything. Uh, so yeah, yeah, no, we don't have any control. According yeah. to Marvel, at least. They, they, I, seem, they seem to have a pretty good grasp on things. So since, since watching that, I have been thinking about what I can do either like long-term or maybe on a daily basis to try to like break that like <laughs> sacred timeline per se. <laughs> like, what can I do today? That would just be like totally, you know, butterfly effect, like cause wave, cause a shock wave through the world. Um, and I just feel like, you know, some, most of the time I don't worry about it because opportunities like that don't really present themselves every day. But if you're listening, I would just encourage you, if you have one of those opportunities, just break the sacred timeline. <laughs> break the sacred timeline. Have the time wizards physically attack you. Uh, <laughs> makes for a cool story. And who knows? You could you could literally change the course of the earth. I I definitely believe that. Uh, I feel like we kind of touched on the next question a little bit. We did without really trying. So our next question is, Dad, what did you have as a child that kids today don't have? I think it's a really interesting question because right now kids have literally everything like kids have the entire world at their fingertips. 
my siblings are here visiting as well. They have a cell phone in their hand, like literally access to the whole world. And that's all they've known. And that is incredible. Okay, so good question. Kids nowadays have access to the information, Mm -hmm. but I think what what I had was more the, not so much the facts, but maybe more the, the feeling or the culture. Yeah. Like, I mean, anybody can look up Italy and learn all kinds of things about it, mm-hmm. but until you've actually like lived there um, with the people, yeah, you don't know anything about it. Yeah. lived in the culture, I, I think, you know, people can talk about what they think their culture is all the time, but until you've actually lived in somebody else's culture, I don't think you can truly appreciate um, what's there. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I feel like like the biggest difference between like kids now and then kids when you were growing up is that yes, kids have all the information in the world, but they don't have as many of like the in-person experiences. Right. They don't, they have the information. They don't have the context, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the context is completely missing. And without that, you really, you miss out on a lot. Yeah. I agree with that. I feel like a real world example is like, you know, since being out on my own and, you know, having people come over something that's like, you don't really think about it, but like going back to the whole, like your own culture kind of thing when people come over to my house and then I expect them to take off their shoes before they enter, like not everyone does that. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a thing where I realized, like, I kind of have started to build my own culture. Um, That's just like one little micro example of the culture that is like my home. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, But, but yeah, um, I just think it's super interesting because it's so true. Like, I think uh, I agree with what both of you guys said, but I would actually say, in my opinion, the kids nowadays, they have the information, but they don't have the skills to actually apply the information. Because especially like, this is something that um, I think Josh and I talked about off podcast, or maybe maybe it was on, I'm not sure. I but have no idea. Standardized testing. Oh God. Came out when we were kids. I fucking hate standardized testing. And so we're not taught in a school to have a skill. We're taught to have information. It's like, how much information can you regurgitate on this test? We talked about this with Julia. Yes, we did. We, oh, we, yeah. explained, we explained standardized testing to a non-American. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But I feel like, um, you know, <laughs> and I actually had the pleasure, I'm sure you did too when you were in Italy, I actually had the pleasure of experiencing the European education system. They really do teach you to build a skill. You know, like I was speaking in class, my speaking ability just skyrocketed because that's all we were doing. It wasn't like the States where it's like, Hey, learn all these and then learn all this shit. And then like, tell it to me on a test. It was like, when I got there, the homework was like to read a passage. And then usually like, you know, you in American school system, like you'd be like, okay, then you go into school the next day, you take a test on what you read in Europe. It's not like that. It's like the teacher already assumes you've read the passage. 
And if you didn't do your homework, the teacher's going to find out really quickly because they're going to ask you, I know you read the passage. I'm not going to ask you a goddamn thing about the facts. I want to know how it made you feel. <laughs> and that, <laughs> that, like, you are forced to use that vocabulary that you just learned. And you're forced to form an opinion based on something. Sure, yeah. And you actually have to express it. And I think that that is like one of the most valuable things that I've ever had to do in mm -hmm. language learning or just, you know, academia. And I think that uh, America could stand to learn a few things from that kind of culture. It all, stop, it all goes back to culture. Standardized testing. Yeah, that, that should stop. Step one, stop that. <laughs> That shit's dumb. Um, one thing that I was happy to see is that they, they're, uh, some court decided that the fitness gram pacer test is cruel and unusual punishment. I'm like, good. That thing sucked. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, they actually did. The fitness gram pacer test is a, uh, oh, I don't God, remember. No. <laughs> God, I don't want to relive that. I, um, I don't know what that actually, like, what did the pacer test prove? <laughs> i just i just felt like it was like uh countrywide hazing <laughs> right here watch all the athletes do really well at this specifically the basketball like baseball players do really well at this because they're used to running at short bursts of time yeah i hated it it was awful i'm gonna here we go throw the order i'm gonna no i'm gonna throw the order in flux oh I'm really you asked that one uh oh, our, shit. Uh, what are three adjectives uh, that your grandparents would use to describe you? Oh, man. Oh, this is funny because we talked about grandma, um, not last week, but with Aaron the week before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Boy, that's a good question. Uh... Thank you. I got it from a random. I got it from the first website that I found. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, website. I think my, I think I'm ready to, well, dad thinks I'm locked and loaded with this. I oh, think yeah, my, go for it. my grandparents would describe me as annoying, <laughs> smart, and talented. Annoying because you're annoying because you're those other two things. I mean, sure. But mostly just because I, you know, kind of hit my grandparents with an Uno reverse card because uh they were like hey you know when are you gonna come visit us in texas and i was like this was when i got them to come out for my graduation in monterey and i was like i haven't seen you in like years like are you gonna come visit me because you know i think like since i joined the well actually my whole life really everyone just expects me to move around and like travel to wherever people are because i, I get it it's a lot cheaper for just me to go everywhere instead of everyone else having to fly, you know, to go to come and see me. But that's how it's been my whole life, you know, like going back and forth between my mom and my dad, you know, California and Washington. And then after that, and then also Boston to see my other family out there. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, joining the Navy and then taking leave to go back and see my family. And so I think when, well, first of all, it wasn't a good situation because I was in like a bad headspace and I was just like, I just kind of let my piss offedness like really like get to me. And so I hit him with that Uno reverse card and I was like, when are you going to come visit me? 
because like I haven't seen you in like all these years and like you just expect me to travel like mm -hmm. I don't I don't know anything about Texas I don't want to I don't want to go there you know like you want to see me come see me and then they were like oh uh you know we have all these dogs that we got to take care of and I was like okay so you're saying like you can't get a dog sitter for like a couple days like uh, I don't know especially because my uncle also lives with them so it's like just tell my uncle to like chill with the dogs for a couple days mm -hmm. I don't I don't really see the big issue here you know like um I I did retroactively feel bad I, I kind of feel like I came down a little bit hard on them but honestly I think that if I hadn't have done that I don't think they would have come out for my graduation and so that's why I think that my grandparents think I'm annoying. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair points. I'd probably say for me, it would be uh, funny, talented, and too much like my dad, which is a, a long descriptor, but it's accurate. Um, and it can, it can be positive or negative for either set of grandparents. Like, because yeah. <laughs> my dad has a rocky relationship with his parents. So it's not exactly like, yeah. I don't think they really like me all that much because I'm too much like him. Um, yeah. Which, you know, whatever. It's their loss. <laughs> Honestly, it is their loss because you're awesome and so's so's dad. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> now that I've had some time to, to noodle where I think you're going here, um, the three adjectives that my grandparents would probably use bullheaded smart <clears throat> and crazy 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 why crazy that's the way out of left field <laughs> <laughs> well so you hit you with you know reverse yeah <laughs> crazy in the sense that when i married Teresa. I took on the responsibility. I adopted all six of your brothers yeah. and sisters. Uh, yeah. That makes and sense. most guys, I could tell you flat out, would not ever yeah. even thought about doing that. And to me, that was a no-brainer, no questions asked. I want to do that because, in truth, their, their dad sucked. Um, so I wanted to make sure that it, if, if that was the one thing I could do for them, they could say that their dad on, even on paper, um, was a great dad, or at least I hoped I was going to be a great yeah. dad. Jury is still out on that part, but, um, and we got time, but yeah, so I crazy. Yeah. That I, makes I could sense. definitely see how they, I, I, with that explanation, I can definitely see that. Because, yeah, I could see them being like, you did what? S six? You had one, and now you have seven? Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, and... I could, I could definitely see the... You know, uh, two more. Concern. And then two more after that, and then adopted yeah. one. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think... If I haven't mentioned it on the podcast before, I have nine siblings. <laughs> and... Yeah, so that's that's a lot to unpack. It's for another time, I think. Uh, I yeah, I definitely get crazy because I remember distinctively one time we were up at the ranch, 
grandma, great grandma was there. Yeah. And I remember day one. For those who don't remember from the earlier episode, grandma's like 90 years old. Like she's, she's seen some shit. And uh, yeah. so day one that we were there, we were like, all of us went up there to go stay there for a weekend. Day one, grandma was so fucking happy. She was on cloud nine. She was like, oh my God, I'm so glad all my family's here. Like, I love them so much. Day two, <laughs> day two, 7 a.m. I, I swear, these exact words, I've never forgotten them, left her mouth. She was like, oh, these kids running around. I'd rather be dead. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> the, the, one, the 180 there, the 180 there was just totally insane. <laughs> Uh, like it's amazing what exactly 12 fiscal hours did to her mental psyche uh yeah can't take it anymore. Oh, and for the can't record that children up. that was typical of your mother's mother yeah or actually my mother's mother i yours. feel like grandpa's mom is like awesome she's she's amazing yeah. i i have never I don't think I've ever heard Grandma Connie say anything negative in her whole life. I, I honestly don't. Nah, not your face, no. Yeah. That's your face. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, I need to write her a letter. Will you stop? Uh, okay. Last <laughs> question worst? of the day. We're doing great on time, too. We are. Only 42 minutes. Okay. I am going to ask this question uno reverse card again to josh first what? so that dad oh, has man. time to think uh so josh and then dad is there anything you always wanted to tell me but never have hmm. bum, bum, bum. wait now i have to I think wanted... too because I, yeah. I have to answer this for josh <laughs> <laughs> so wait i tell you yeah yeah you tell yeah. me um, i mean you can tell you can tell my dad something you've always wanted to tell him <laughs> <laughs> um man you of all people you yeah something you've always wanted to tell me but never have i don't even know if like i don't know i feel like i tell josh most everything yeah that's where i'm at you jerk <laughs> <laughs> okay so if I have to answer that question for Josh, uh, I'm sorry, Josh, I got nothing. <laughs> you know, um, that's fair. <laughs> if, if that question were directed at you, I would say that hindsight being 2020, yeah. um, I would have handled the way your mother and I separated a whole lot differently. That makes sense. I feel like whenever I talk to somebody in the family about uh, how my parents split up, I get a different story from everybody. And it's been really hard for me throughout the years to like piece it all together. And I feel like people are giving me like pieces to the puzzle, but they're not the same picture. Mm -hmm. And so I have all these like interconnecting, like these pieces that like fit together just fine 
But then when you look at the finished product, it's like, it's, there's one in the middle that's not the same size or the same shape. No, no. Like all the shapes fit, mm -hmm. but the pictures are different. So uh, like, you know, yeah, it's like, it's like the puzzle is made of random pieces from a whole bunch of other puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> they all fit together, but it makes no sense. Yeah. And uh, right. I, part of me wants to like, I don't know, go through the, the archives of my life and like sit the down records. the deep records and like sit down with people and be like, what happened? But then that also carries with it, you know, some other stuff like, you know, like that was a really traumatizing time for me. I'm sure that that was a really traumatizing time for dad and other people that were involved because that whole, you know, I don't think anyone really knew how to navigate that situation. And I honestly, I don't blame anybody involved because how, how can you, you know, it was so, you know, dealing with Huntington's disease is not easy for anybody, mm -hmm. especially when it was so new, people didn't really know a whole lot about it. What it was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that was the reason that I couldn't get tested for Huntington's disease until I was 18 is because my grandfather took his own life because he had it. Um, don't worry, I'll put a TW for suicide in the description. Um, but because that was in my family history, I wasn't allowed to get tested for HD until I was 18. Because if I'm 17 and I have HD and I kill myself, the state is liable. But if I'm 18 and I do it, I'm liable. And so that's why I had to wait so long to get that piece of paper that you can't see off of frame but that piece of paper i have it framed it says that mm -hmm. i don't have huntington's disease um and you know i had to wait an excruciating 18 years to you know get that news but i can't even imagine what it was like when my mom had it because back then no one knew it was so new like nobody really knew what it was like it's just this mental health debilitating cocktail that just spirals so that makes sense um oh yeah uh, moving to a much much lighter note uh if there's one thing that i had to tell you hayden uh it's kind of developed in the past just like couple months uh it's that i think uh star wars is no longer my favorite fantasy sort of uh area whoa fact, middle earth and the lord of the rings has overtaken that really yeah so, there's just been not as many good star wars products recently um, and it's kind of worn me out um yeah you can never go wrong with the lord of the rings unless you really amazon can. really screws up this tv series <laughs> that they're going to be doing which is possible oh it's entirely possible but i don't know amazon also put out the boys and i've heard nothing but good things about that i need to sit down and watch it it's on my list but god knows i don't have time for tv <laughs> tv never heard of it uh something that i've always wanted to tell josh uh oh man this this is tough man i'm waiting i think i think it's something that you already know though you know like i just haven't like explicitly said it um but it's kind of like one of the reasons that this podcast exists and it's that, you know, like, 
I feel really bad because I feel like in the last couple of years, we've kind of like become a little bit more distant from each other. Mm -hmm. And like your life is just really busy and my life is just really busy. But I definitely regret not making more time for you. Um, and I definitely have friends that uh, I would say take up more of my time. And I think, you know, hindsight being 2020, of course, if I could go back, I would probably adjust and make more time for you and yeah. less time for them. Uh, so and that happens when you live far apart from each other, though. Yeah. Two times, two to three time zones apart from each other. Yeah. But it's not it's not an excuse for me to not do better, you know. So I think you're too hard on yourself. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Howard's <laughs> Howard agrees. <laughs> yeah, he gets that from me, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. My my dad is like super hard-headedness. And my mom was super hard-headed as well. And so I just have like double the hard-headedness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got metal-headedness. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to go to therapy. <laughs> go to therapy. I, yeah, I did, but I think I need to go back for like some childhood shit, maybe. Uh. Okay, so dad, something that I've always wanted to tell you but never have. Uh, honestly, I wish that we had been closer when I was growing up because I feel like uh, I feel like we talked about this a little bit before, but whenever my parents talked to me about like how everything went down when I like moved out and everything, because I moved out the day after I turned 18. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm fucking out of here. I can't take it anymore. I want to be on my own, you know, trying to make it. And I really, I don't think I regret that per se, but I do regret not being closer with you. And I think that when I see like all of the pictures in your phone of like you and the other kids like Noah and Mary, mm -hmm like they are going to like scouts and they have gymnastics and like all this stuff. And I, I know it's like a weird thing. Cause like the digital age has like, it's totally transformed everything, but I wish that I had, I feel like they're closer to you than I was at their age. And I envy them for that. And I think that if I could go back and do it differently, there are like multiple stages where I didn't know it at the time, but I was fucking up in a major way. And one of them was really early. My basically I was being emotionally manipulated by my grandmother, my mom's mom into, I was just like feeding into her hatred of my dad. And I kind of like resented my dad, but I didn't really even know why. And it was all because of her. And I wish that I could go back and change that. Because um, I, you know, I was so young and I didn't know who to blame. Mm -hmm. And I just had my grandma telling me to blame dad. So I did. And then I think 
another pivotal time would be after I like permanently moved out to Washington. I think I tried like escapism too much in the form of like video games and leaving the house to hang out with friends because honestly the time that I value the most is when I can like steal my dad for a couple hours because once dad and I moved out to Washington we had like a year maybe in Seattle together and like those were some of the best times of my childhood was living in that apartment in Seattle and then everything turned upside down when suddenly I had six other siblings and they were all <laughs> vying for dad's attention. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, I was not, not necessarily by you dad, but I just felt like I was alienated and I was, you know, brought into this family and I didn't feel like I was like a pivotal part of it. And so instead of doing something about it, I just ran away. And so I think those are like two solid points because, um, you know, I tell people this all the time, the day after I moved out, our relationship got exponentially better. <laughs> and I think it's just because we weren't living together, you know, like I was forced by myself to without like, this was like, not, you know, intentional, but um, basically, I realized that like, I had to actively make time for you. Right. And I had to actively vie mm -hmm. for your time. Because then, you know, after I moved out, like some of the best memories that I have with dad are, I would text him or like, he doesn't really do like scheduling a lot. So most of the time, I would just text mom, be like, hey, can I steal dad for like a few hours? And then, you know, we'd go out to eat or like watch a movie or something. And so I feel like that's really like what has built our relationship up to this point, both with, yeah. both with dad and mom. Cause like hanging out with my dad and mom, like after I moved out and like, you know, all that stuff, our relationships have like just vastly improved. I would say, I don't, I don't know. You could, you could agree or disagree. I would agree with that. So and as like somebody looking at it from the outside, I can, I, I, I can definitely see that it's been a better improvement in everything between your guys' relationship. Yeah. So yeah, we got a, we got a little emotional today on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> talking from the heart here. Well, talking straight from the heart. Do we have any save rounds? I don't think so. No. Uh, dad, do you want people to find you on social media or do you want to <laughs> remain, uh, remain anonymous? <laughs> remain anonymous. Uh... I think, I think really you only use Facebook really, but don't friend my dad on Facebook. You fucking creeps. <laughs> 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 Unless you're Josh. <laughs> I only like, use so... Facebook to promote my Twitch. <laughs> okay. Yes, I I try to limit my social media because a lot of it is garbage right now. Yeah, um, that's a fact. And even on Facebook, most of what you will see is probably not going to be me directly. But if I'm there, 
you know, so be it. Yeah. Every once in a while, like I think last night I finally, you know, checked in at that restaurant that we ate dinner at only because mm -hmm. it was, you know, phenomenal. And I wanted to, uh, like, I have some friends in Washington that are big foodies mm. and I wanted to kind Where'd of rub it in that? their face that I was eating dinner at some obscure place in, in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We had um, dinner at but, uh, Jorge's. It's this place up in Haleiwa town. Um, I so, think you told me about that one, but I don't uh, think we went to it. I, I don't think I told you about this because oh. here, here's why. Here's the story. Okay. So yesterday was crazy. Nothing went according to plan. Our whole schedule was thrown off. So we ended up seeing the sunset at Sunset Beach. Okay. And then after that, I had a bunch of hungry kids and a couple of hungry parents. And I was like entering hangry territory very, very quickly because one of Rapidly my- Rapidly approaching hangriness. Yeah. One of my <laughs> siblings previously that day at the mall had left my car door open in a public parking lot at the mall. Luckily, like nothing was stolen. Uh, I don't think anyone realized my door was open, thank God. But for like a solid like 30 minutes, my car door was just open. Oh my God. And like- I had like some valuables in there, but you know, like right. at the, at the busiest mall in Waikiki. Yeah. 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 It was at the Alamoana mall, which is the biggest outdoor mall in the world. Yeah. That one. So I was understandably very <laughs> tired by, 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 by the end of the day, I was a little bit agitated. Um, and so I looked up, like I was like panicking. Don't tell mom I said this. Well, mom's <laughs> going to listen, maybe. Hopefully not. But <laughs> hopefully hopefully so, but hopefully not. So mom, if you're listening, here's what happened yesterday. We were sitting on the beach, and one of the kids asked about dinner. And mom was like, Hayden's taking us to a special place. And I was just like, shit, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? <laughs> I was like, I am? Okay. So I like very quickly like look up restaurants on my phone, and I just saw this Mexican place. So we drive from Sunset Beach to Hollyava Town, which is like a 20-minute drive. And mm -hmm. of course, everyone's leaving there because the sunset just happened. That's the only reason anyone was there. So hella traffic, you know, yep. the, the authentic Hawaii experience, hella traffic. Yeah, um, the 20-minute trip turned into more like 35, I think. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're sitting in the car for half an hour to go a couple miles down the road. Pretty, pretty damn sad. And we're like in Hollyava Town. We are another mile and a half away from like the destination that I wanted to go to. I look in the rear view mirror and I see dad in the car <laughs> behind me and he's going like this. <laughs> and, uh, it turns out that mom just told like a really bad joke and he was just like, Ugh. but from my perspective, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God dad is dying. Like I need to pull over right now. So I looked across the street and I saw this place, Jorge's. And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people there. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh and honestly, uh, it's this little Mexican spot. Uh, we rolled right up. There were six of us. We got a table right away. Like I was two minutes. Yeah. I wow. was super like, they put a table together. Bam. I was so impressed. Um, and the, the food was awesome. great. Uh, I had a carnitas burrito. It was pretty good. They have good carnitas. That's like my litmus test for Mexican places is their, their carnitas. And this was 
a pass, honestly. Like it's I'm pretty hard to impress. So flying. I hopes. had the grilled grilled ahi tuna burrito. Oh yeah. And usually they almost always overcook the fish and it mm-hmm. ends up being horrible. Oh, not Hawaii. this thing was amazing. Yeah. Nice. So amazing food. The waitress was great. Uh all the servers were great. And I think the thing that stood out to me the most was the waitress looked at me as I was sitting down and she was just like, oh, by the way, just so you know, it's BYOB. And let me tell you, I didn't have any alcohol with me, unfortunately, but just like hearing that, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So you're telling me if I call up my buds this weekend and I'm like, yo, Jorge's BYOB, we're having dinner. We roll up with like two white claw party packs. Holy shit. Like that, that sounds like a good ain't no laws. Ain't no laws. That's right. Um, it's time to get respectfully belligerent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh so just overall, like a really dope spot, and it just kind of worked out. Um, yeah. So that's where we ate last night. It was pretty great. And I think that's like a really good note to end on. So yeah, that was a really fun story. Guys, I, I, was like, I, I was like on the edge of my seat the whole time. Really? Yeah, well, it just kind of happened really, that way. I just figured. <laughs> you, better, you better lean forward in your seat. There we go. And if you're listening or watching, you better. I want to I feel you leaning forward. I want to feel <laughs> your energy. Uh, well, anyway, thank you so much for listening or watching, if you're watching. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. And... Don't look up my dad on Facebook. You're weird. And don't forget to do all the things to get your entries. That's right. Do your entries. Also go to therapy. Also, <laughs> if you want to find us on, <laughs> if you want to find us on Twitter, it's at Josh and Hayden or at Hayden Ismondo or at Joshua 58. Uh, and then what else? Oh, we have an Instagram, an interview with my best friend. Go find us on Instagram. And what do else? All the things. What else? I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we can wrap up the episode now. Okay, great. We should wrap it up like a carnitas burrito. Oh, perfect. Full circle. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Love you. Love you all. Love your wall. Say bye, Dad. Bye, Dad. I that never gets any easier for those who are just joining us of course you're just joining us you just started listening to this uh you know when you hit record on zoom and it's that lady's voice it's so jarring I picture uh the grudge saying it actually (laughs) oh no oh god when she says recording in progress that's the first thing that comes to my mind is like the grudge like that's fair crawling up and being like recording in progress (laughs) that's something i didn't need in my head but okay let's let's go oh i forgot to i think i've just made something that was already bad for josh even worse and you have uh further influenced some nightmare fuel (laughs) i apologize for that well if you're watching on video then you probably already figured out who this week's guest is unless you don't know him today's guest oh we didn't do an intro
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I figured you're just kind of rolling right into it. At this it. point, they have no clue who I am. Yeah. Uh, well, that's true. Now we have good uh, audio outroll, outro. That's true. Anyway. <laughs>